Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. is up and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am so excited that you are here today because today we're going to be talking about a roadblock that stops people from making the money that they want to make and how to just crush this roadblock and move past it in order to bring in the money that you want to bring in, in order to make the money that you want to make, etc. Okay, so what we're going to be talking about today is rejection. Okay, rejection. And a lot of times, the reason I want to talk about this is because I see this time and time again, whether with my friends who have applied for a job and not gotten it, or um, clients who are entrepreneurs and they don't hit their revenue goal for the month and they feel rejection. They feel rejected. They feel rejection of their goals from the money they want to make, from the job that was going to be more more money for them. And, and because of that, because they experience rejection, it halts their money-making abilities. Okay. So they think to themselves, like, because that happened now, you know, I don't have this money. I can't make this. I'm I'm not going to have this, yada, yada, yada. But instead, if we can see rejection differently, and this is what we're going to talk about in this episode, how we can reframe rejection to help us make even more money, to help us bring in more, to help us be an even greater attraction um, with money, to be a bigger money magnet than before. Okay. So we're going to talk about how not only to not let rejection halt your money-making progress, but also how to turn it into something that makes you an even bigger money magnet. All right. So we're going to reframe this. If you've never, um, I've had, I've talked about this on other episodes, but as a refresher, a reframe is looking at something differently. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example. Oh, today sucks nothing's working. I am having the worst day ever. Okay, now I'm going to reframe that. Man, look at all these things that popped up for me today. My car didn't start and my phone wasn't working and I got some bad news. Huh, that's interesting. I wonder what I can learn from this. I wonder what this is teaching. I wonder what this is teaching me. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to set myself up have a better rest of the day and then wake up tomorrow and and have the best day ever. Okay, that's a reframe. A lot of times we just go down this rabbit hole when we start with a negative thought, it just spirals out of control. Um, I talk more about that in my episode on the Deeper Than Money podcast, Harry Potter and the Broke Ass Thoughts. So go back and listen to that episode about how your negative thoughts can spiral and just go out of control. But 
we need to reframe it. We need to reframe situations. So today we're going to be talking specifically about rejection and the four ways that we can reframe rejection to be something that makes us more of a money magnet. Okay. So the first thing I want you to think of, the first reframe, instead of thinking, wow, I can't believe I didn't get this job. Wow. I can't believe I didn't sign that client. Wow. I can't believe I I had this that I wanted and I didn't get it. That sucks. Like I suck, yada, yada, you know, down that road. I want you to reframe it. And the first reframe is that that whatever, fill in the blank, the job, the client, the whatever, that was a door that I would have walked through if it was open and I'm not supposed to. Okay. That was a door that I would have walked through and I wasn't supposed to. Okay. I personally am a Christian. So I, you know, I talk about God and that was such a blessing for me, especially when I was, when I graduated college and I was job searching. Okay. I applied for so many jobs. It was, it was insane. And I would apply for things way out of my league. And actually I applied for like everything way out of my league because it helped me land a job out of my league. So it's awesome. But anyway, I also experienced rejection and it would freaking suck getting letters back telling me I didn't get a job that I wanted. And when I started to reframe it and I would say to myself, Chloe, if I would have gotten this job, I would have taken this job and that is not a door that God wants me to work through, like walk through. God shut that door for me because I would have taken that if that door was open. So that that roadblock had to be there so I wouldn't go down it. Okay? If we can think of it like that, rejection feels more like a hint of like, hey, Chloe, you're headed the wrong way. Go this way. That's not going to be open for you so so we can funnel you down the path that you're meant to go on. That feels so empowering. And not only does it feel so empowering, it makes me feel so connected to a greater power. It makes me feel so connected to God. It makes me feel so connected to something deeper than me that's here protecting me and guiding me instead of feeling like, God, why would you do this to me? I wanted this job so badly and you're taking this from me and and now this. Do you see the difference in that? On one of those, it's it's frustration and anger and, and mad and all these things. And the other one, it's this deep gratitude. God, thank you for shutting that door if I wasn't meant to go down that route. Thank you. Okay, so that's the first reframe that I want you to have because it will it will just feel so differently for you when you can say it differently like that, okay? The second reframe that I want you to do is feedback, okay? Feedback. I want you to ask yourself, what can I learn from this? What, what feedback, especially this one's more tangible, what tangible things can I learn from this and do differently next time? I didn't just stop applying for jobs when I got rejected, but I would say, okay, what did I put in my cover letter of this one where I didn't get go to the next round interview, but I did put in the cover letter of this other thing that I did land that interview? What was the difference? Do you know what else I would do? Every time I got a rejection email, I would email back and say, thank you so much for letting me know and ask for feedback do you have any feedback or could you provide any feedback as to why I didn't make the next round interview? Could you provide feedback while you decided to go with another candidate? 
Sometimes they wouldn't tell me anything, but sometimes they would. Sometimes they would say, well, we're we're just looking for someone who is not right out of college, someone who has years of experience. Can I fix that right in that moment? Heck no. But there were other times where they would email email back and say, "Well, you um, you know, you were more on the technical side and we want someone who focuses more on the, you know, marketing and that's, you know, whatever. I don't even know. I'm making this up." And I would say, "Oh, wow. I actually liked that. I must not have showcased that I'm good in that other area. Now I'm going to tweak my cover letter." and go at another job with a new cover letter. Okay. That's for, that's for like, obviously a job interview, but you can apply the same thing to getting a client. Wow. I, that client didn't agree to work with me or, or decided not to sign up, reach out and say, girlfriend, like, you know, awesome. You know, they say, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to do it this round. Reach out and say, okay, no problem. Like, awesome. Hasta la vista. Um, but say, can I ask why? Can I ask why you decided to wait? Get feedback. A lot of times it's fear for them. So, you know, this is a side note, but you want to coach them through that. If they're experiencing the fear or whatever, you can coach them through that. You're a coach. Um, but also if they're like, I'm a hard no, hundred percent no, no way. Ask them why. Because sometimes it's just, they're not a good fit for you. You're not a good fit, whatever. But sometimes it's, well, I wanted to see X, Y, Z in that program and I didn't see it, or I wanted to do this, then you can take that as tangible feedback and go implement it. Okay. So feedback, tangible feedback is such an awesome way to think about rejection of like, okay, awesome. What can I learn from this? What feedback can I take to, to increase my chances of getting the thing that I want upcoming? Okay. That's number two. Number three, See it as an opportunity to raise your vibration and your energetic alignment. So your vibration and your energetic alignment. This is something that I like to just, you just have to get, you know, it's not something that is like a definition, but I want you to picture the happiest mood you've ever been in, the happiest day. Like I can just think of a couple off the top of my head. Um, Last week we were at my parents for Thanksgiving and we're all sitting around, we're laughing, you know, we're playing games, we're doing all this stuff. And I just was so full of gratitude. I just sat there and I was like, holy cow, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so freaking happy. I could scream. Like, I'm just so high vibe. I just want to go change the world and like love everyone. And I want everyone to succeed. And I, I just was so happy. And then that same night, so I was, I was feeling this way during the day and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And then that night, um, actually it was, it was on the Saturday. So small business Saturday. And I had so many messages from friends and family talking about my small business or tagging me in a post on Instagram or just DMing me and saying happy small business Saturday, just feeling so grateful. And then being able to go out and support my friends that have small businesses on Small Business Saturday. Like, I was just so overwhelmed and high vibe that, that, capture that. Like, imagine if you could just capture that moment and apply that all the time. Next time you go to fill out a job application, if you are super low vibe or before an interview or before a client call or before whatever it is that you're experiencing rejection around, If you can get into a high energy state, a high vibe state, that will change things for you. 
Okay. So this is an invitation. When you experience rejection, a lot of times it's because you're not an energetic match. Don't take that as like a shameful thing of like, wow, I'm not good enough. Take it as an empowering thing of like, awesome. I'm just going to raise my vibe and go for it. I'm going to raise my vibe and, and, you know, go on with that high vibe and and experience different results. So how do we raise our vibe? I'm actually going to do an entire training on this. I did just did um, record a training on this for my mastermind girls and it's amazing. Um, So I'm going to give you a a full post on a full podcast on this upcoming soon. So you'll have to pay attention to that. But some of the simple ways that you can raise your vibration is to think about the times that you are so high vibe. Another time I can think about is my birthday. Tons of my friends came to Kansas City. We It was just so fun. I just felt so loved. Everyone was having such a good time. It was just, I, I was overwhelmed with love and gratitude. I think about things like that. I, I start my day every day with gratitude. I write things down and I get high vibe. Okay, working out makes me so high vibe. Like I work, it's such a priority for me to work out every day because my days are different when I work out. I have more energy. I'm more alert. I take care of my body, but also like, what are the things that just pump you up? What are the things? Is it watching, you know, a documentary, listening to a podcast, reading a book, listening to Beyonce, like listening to Lizzo? Like what is it that gets you in a high energy state? And on the flip side, what is it that puts you in a low energy state? Stop freaking doing that. If you spend hours on Instagram every day scrolling through people who you're jealous of or who make you feel like crap or the mean girl from high school or whoever, stop doing that. Stop doing that. You be in a low vibe state of like, oh, blah, I don't want to do this. Like I just, I can't get out of this funk. Uh." Stop doing that unfollow those people, get off social media, go create, go on a walk, like go do some cool shit. Stop getting stuck and being obsessed with what everyone else is doing and just stay in your lane, stay in your lane and stay high vibe. So again, the third thing is the opportunity or invitation to raise your energetic alignment so you can be a match for that thing that you want. And number four, what are the ways that you can think differently? What are the ways that you can think outside of the box? Okay, the first reframe that we talked about was this is a door that wasn't for you. But I also want you to think for number four, what are ways that you can try again? What are ways that you can try again? Um, And this is different for a lot of things. Some things are not for you and you can just tie that up in a bow and let it go. You can just move past that and release that. But some things you can try again. Let's say you pitch somebody um, for something or, or you try to negotiate or you do something and it doesn't work. What are ways that you can think outside the box and pitch it again? What are ways that you can think outside of the box and do a, you know, have a new invitation? What are ways that you can think outside the box and try again? Like stand back up and and go for it. What are the ways, but you have to get creative because you trying the same thing over and over is not going to work. But again, this number four goes so much with number three, because a lot of times when we're in this high vibe energy state, we think differently than when we're in the low vibe energy state. So all of a sudden you're in this high vibe energy state. You're just like dancing to trick daddy 
on, you're like, okay, Google. Oh, I actually shouldn't say that because my Google will respond to me. But um, you're like, Google, play this song for me. You're dancing. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I have this great idea. I am going to pitch my friend who has a blog to do a collaboration with me because I want to um, work with more bloggers. Okay. Something like that. Follow that. Follow that. Think different ways that you can go out and get what you want instead of trying the same thing and hammering it into the ground if it's not working for you. Try different ways and just follow joy. Follow excitement. Follow motivation. Um, This is especially true for me and for you if you're listening and you're an Enneagram 7. I also have another podcast coming up about why you should take the Enneagram test because it's freaking amazing. But I'm an Enneagram 7, which means I'm motivated by fun. And so it's really important that I follow what I think is fun because when I'm doing what I think is fun, I'm motivated as heck. I produce my most amazing work. I I serve my clients at such a higher level when I'm having fun. Okay. So if, if you're motivated by whatever, by something else, if you're motivated by, um, you know, serving others, awesome. Stay with that. What are ways that you can serve others better? What are ways that you can focus on serving to where that makes you so high vibe that you can then go at rejection differently? Okay. This whole thing, every single one that we talked about is just a reframe. It's looking at things differently. It's looking at things differently. That is what will change your whole life because the biggest thing is, I hear this over and over as, well, I was doing pretty good with my budget and then this thing happened. I didn't get the job or I didn't get this or I didn't, you know, rejection happened and then I fell off the horse. Rejection happened and then I stopped trying. Rejection happened, so I said, screw it. Rejection happened, so I got behind with my money. I got behind with my finances. Uh Uh-uh. No freaking more. No more. No more. Rejection gets to be a way that you actually make more money. Rejection gets to be a fee- a source of feedback that points you in the direction of where you should go. Rejection gets to be something that helps you stay so high energy, so such high energetic alignment that you are an even bigger match for money. It gets to be that good. Okay, so if you're someone who has experienced rejection or you are scared of rejection, you're scared of that, so you're not putting yourself out there, you're not applying for those crazy big jobs, you're not going after um, the clients that you dream of serving and dream of changing their life, listen to this, believe this. And also share with your friends. If you if you're, um, have a friend who's on the job hunt or if you have a friend who is struggling with this, like send this to them. Okay, like it gets, we get to heal this and we get to reframe what rejection looks like to serve us to our higher good. Okay, I love you. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're here. Remember, go leave a review. Um, It means the freaking world to me. I read the reviews all the time, literally all the time, because I'm so grateful for you for taking the time to do that because I know it takes a hot second to go into iTunes and, you know, put a little star, leave a review. I know it takes a second out of your day. So I'm appreciative. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on next week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.